What's up, what's up, what's up? What's poppin'? Hi guys. So we are being real extra right now. And it's fine. Sitting in my truck, cause <laughs> I got a truck, like a legit Dodge Dakota. Um, but that's a story for another day as to why I drive a truck. But I like <laughs> my truck. Um, we just had an amazing um, networking, of, not had, we attended an amazing networking event yes. hosted by um, Nedra from Kaleidoscope Counseling. I know we have shouted her out before. Sis is bad. Okay. Um, and so we just had brunch with a group of wonderful black therapists. Um, and that was just some salve. It was salve for my soul. It was healing balm for my soul because I just enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, but we had to knock out a little minisode for y'all. Okay. And Nedra actually gave us the idea. Shout out to her. Because <laughs> she's right. We do. Y'all, did y'all see. Hat heads. Hat heads. Did y'all see. Iyanla. <laughs> Did y'all see the episode? Because we're shook. And by this point, by the time y'all hear this, it'll be two episodes in. So we're talking about the um, season, premiere. season premiere with uh, the young lady who was kidnapped. Kamaya. And yep, Kamaya was reunited with her family 19 years later. Yeah. Y'all. So here's my concern. So I like Iyamla. So yeah, y'all gonna hear the train. Y'all gonna hear all the things. Choo, choo. Coo, coo, choo. Um, <laughs> so here, I like Iyamla. But what I want people to understand is that Iyamla is not a therapist. No. Hear that again. Iyamla is like a life coach. She's a spiritual advisor. I think she's motivator. a minister. Yes. Yeah, motivator, all the things. She is not a, lot of a credentials, licensed clinician. That is not she one of them. She has never attended school and gained a licensure, which is a very extensive process. Um, take You have to take a test. You have to be supervised by someone else for several years. You have to get that X amount of hours yes. of clinical practice. Yes. Direct. Yama has done none of that. Um, and so some of the things that she says and does while they may be therapeutic and healing she is not a therapist um and i think that sometimes that causes her to make poor choices now i'm not gonna act like there are people with licenses who don't make poor choices um but i think there's just a a level of ethical understanding that you have um when you're a therapist um, or you should have. So basically, um, mm. the big issue was that she went too fast. People can't, and this is just good information in any situation. If someone is not ready mm -hmm. to talk about something, address something, feel something, they are going to, like their amygdala response to you is going to be fight, flight, or freeze. And sis chose to fight. Her, sis <laughs> chose to fight. But just in your personal life, if you are trying to have a conversation with your partner or your friend or your parent and they are not ready, they are going to lash out. And if they do that, you need to back away. And maybe not even lash out. They might shut completely down. They mm -hmm. might power down. Or they might leave. Do not continue to try to have that conversation at that time. Because they ain't got it. Like, they not ready. But what we do is we amp up. Like, you know what I mean? They pop off, we pop back. Like, 
that's just not a thing. That's not how it works. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, this little young girl comes in. Again, she's 19. Gosh, Earl, do you remember being 19? I was so like young, dumb, and crazy. I'm about to say that was freshman year college too. You know what I'm saying? And the mama that had me raised me. Right. I wasn't just finding out that I had been raised by the woman who kidnapped me. And then my now biological mother has a problem with my decisions. So she pretty much is abandoning me. Exactly. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine what this girl But I felt like she did such a great job of using her words of I'm not ready for this. She, she so you got to listen it. to people. Yes. That's the first thing. Listen. If somebody's letting you know several times in a calm state, this is not going to work for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to do this. Don't push them to the point they got to turn up for you to be like, they're exactly. not ready. Hear I them. thought I said I wasn't ready. Why do I now have to threaten you? And now I really want to put my hands on you exactly. for you to be like, oh, you're not ready. <laughs> okay, we're done. Yes, what? We're done already. I said it six times. We're done already. So, yeah, so then she, but as soon as they walk in, there's not like a, hey, tell me about your life, what you like to do, what's your favorite color, who are you? There should always be a warming up. It's called building rapport. It's called (laughs) building rapport. It should be a warming up of getting to know someone. A therapist should warm you up before y'all go into the deep, heavy stuff. You know what I mean? Um, But there was none of that. There was simply, uh, tell me about your mama. Who stole you? And tell me about your other mama who d- abandoned you and ain't show up. And I was like, already? Y'all like out the gate? How did you feel when you found out? Yeah. What did you do? Yeah. Like You need to be reborn. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wait, 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 wait. You don't even know this girl yes, favorite color. Exactly. Exactly. And then, so honestly, I think, I said to Earl, because we processed this the minute it, we watched it. We were both Literally. like, let's talk. <laughs> what I think happened was that Iyanla, because she shared her own story fairly early on Sean in the process. And she said, I was you. I know how you feel because I, I was you. Um, now, their stories are not the same. Iyanla shared that she the woman she thought was her mother um, was not her biological mother um, and that her mother died when she was two. Two, and she found out at 29 or 32. Yeah, she found One out as those. an older adult, like a you know adult, that, she, that that was not her mother. Um, but I want to say I've heard that story before, and it was like a family member. She was not stolen. Because she was always placed with different family members. Yes. She was not stolen mm-hmm. by this woman and then found out at 29 or 30 that this woman stole her and then this woman, then the mama who raised her, went to prison. Yeah. Because that's what happened to this little girl. And the only other person that experienced that was the young lady, Car- um, Nettie, who experienced this like 10 years earlier. Yes. And she experienced this, found out at the same age as um, Kamaya. But even then, their feelings are not the same because exactly. there is no time where you can be like, I know exactly what you're going through. We might have experienced similar things, but my perception and my mm-hmm. feelings are different. Exactly. So that's even when you talk to people, I usually say, like, I can relate. Yeah. I can relate to your experience of feeling inadequate or I can relate to your experience of feeling anxious. But I never be like, I know what you feel. Yeah, but, but, I, but I'm never like, well, you must feel very anxious about that. You right. know what I mean? And we have to be careful that we're not 
not telling people how they feel. And y'all likes to do that in general. You're angry, baby. Rest your head <laughs> on my chest. What? Yes. First off, the contact always gets me because it's we just don't like, need to be we don't, you don't need to touch. Mm-mm. I've always struggled with when she was like, what'd she tell Karuki? Like, you need to lay on my mammy titties or something. I don't know, child. She told Karuki to lay on her mammy breast or something. And I'm like, this is inappropriate. You do not have people, especially people who have had their boundaries um, disrespected. <laughs> you don't then go and disrespect their boundaries by forcing them to allow you to support them like that's not how that works so that was incredibly um inappropriate because she did that with this kamaya girl she let her put a woman on her breast not it and rock them. And men. yeah you're right she let her put somebody on her chest and rock them you know even when they're like completely like still and dead and uncomfortable like they're just like there it's there. like a force and she doesn't even recognize that they're not receiving it at all um so yeah there's just a lack of insight there um which i think is ego I think when people can't like really see how how they're affecting other people, there's ego involved. Mm-hmm. Um, so fast forward, um, Iyala <laughs> keeps trying to get this girl upset. She tells the the dad that she wants to. She has to spark emotion. She either wants her to. She's like, I'm either gonna have to break her down mm-hmm. so she get emotional response of like sadness on. So I'm gonna have to make her spark her and pretty much get her angry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I do think sometimes you do have to spark. Yeah, you have to. But you have to be time. very calculated, mm-hmm. and that's not something you do on the first day. Yes, you even if you're doing intensive work, up. you ain't doing that on the first day. Yes. You might be doing that day three or yes. something, but day one. Yeah. And all this girl been sitting in this bedroom all day, and yes. then you gonna spark her? Yes. No, ma'am. Yes, and so when she did that, she decided to go with angry. And she created this for this uh, abandonment feeling for the girl by telling her that um, she had to spend the night and that if she tried to leave and she called her dad, he wouldn't answer or her boyfriend wouldn't answer. And the girl freaked out, like freaked the hell out. Turned up. Like threatened to kill Iyanla. She was like, I just was really sure she was going to hit her several times. Yeah. Like, at some point, some producer's foot got broken. Like it was a melee. And then eventually the dad was, because the, the thing, she said that, and the daddy and the boyfriend, everybody was still in the house. Literally just like, in another room. Yeah, And literally. she couldn't even, she sparked her so much that the girl couldn't even recognize when Iyana was saying, hey, baby, they, they literally right here. Yeah, they're they still, still here. here. They it took her, here. she said it literally five times, your mm-hmm. parents are still here. And then she was like, wait, what, what, yeah. where they at? Yeah. But then she couldn't even calm down after knowing that they were there. It's like she got incited all mm-hmm. over again. Cause like, so y'all not just tricking me. Yeah, yeah. She mushed the boyfriend in the head. Yes. Like, it was crazy. And so I think that, um, and then Ayala was just like, so then the dad who's got all this guilt because his daughter was taken from him. He went to prison for even being with her mama because mm-hmm. he didn't know she was 16 at the time. I think he was like 19. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was all this trauma on top of trauma on top of trauma. And he couldn't stand, Ayala wanted him to like stand up to the daughter, but mm-hmm. he couldn't. Like he just gotten her back. Literally. Um, and again, he she did no work with the daddy. She had a brief conversation with the daddy and then was like, you gotta be there. Oh, whoa. whoa. And so he, of course, wasn't able to with like hold her up in any way, like or hold his boundaries. And so then he was like, "Well, we're, then we're done. Right. We're done." And they just shut it down, and everybody left. And at the end of the show, it said that not, neither the dad or the daughter ever like responded back or reached mm-hmm. out. So 
And my concern about that, here's the thing. When you are doing therapy with someone, it is your responsibility to, if you're going to open them up, you got to close them back. And she did not leave their closed back. No, like, that girl left closed, raw. Yeah, either leave them closed or make sure they're closed before they leave your office. And she didn't do that. So all that emotion, all that feeling that had just been opened up, she just was like, now go out here. And then when she talked to the staff, she said, like, well, we did our job because now that she sees that part of herself, she's got to do something with it. I was like, like no. that wasn't your job. So, yeah. So, I'm like, I need to see all footage. I need to see when they left. Because yes. I want to know, did anybody sit down with them? Or yes, maybe not Yana, but did somebody try to, like, patch them back up? Because that girl left raw. She left raw. For the air to come and just infect yes. and puck. Yana mm -mm. was just another woman in her life who broke her heart, hurt her. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all she did was re-traumatize her. And that is irresponsible um, and disappointing. And so I hope that um, Iyanla learned from this. I mean, she circled back to the, um, to the, the staff and talked about it. I was a little concerned. I didn't really feel like she was owning it the way she needed to. She mm -hmm. did say, they were like, how are you feeling? And she was like, I'm growing. So I hope she sat with that. Um, and I hope people gave her some real feedback because I know she does send people to therapists. Mm -hmm. She has therapists on the staff. So I hope there was a real conversation with that group of people to right. be like, um, uh, So this shouldn't have been a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, we need to do this differently. Um, so yeah, I hope that that happened because, ooh, that was, it was ugly and unfortunate. It was awkward. Yeah. I was cringing. It was bad. Because I was, was like, real oh bad. my God. I'm yeah. just thinking, I was, all I could think was, if this was a licensed person, this would be a whole malpractice suit. Like, this would mm -hmm. be, your, your license would be jeopardized. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah, it's recording. I was it. like, your license is going to be oh, gone. Yeah. This would have been it for that for that um, person's job. Their their license would have been gone. So I was like, so, wait, wait. But again, Iyanla don't have one of those. She is not a therapist. Remember that. Remember that. Remember that. That is not what therapy is supposed to look no. like. So... So we got that, and then just briefly, you know, just wanting to remind everybody that there's seats at the table for everybody. For everybody. For every, well, you know, <laughs> let me tell you who there are not seats at the table for. All of these educators and helping professionals, I'm using my quotation fingers, who think it's okay to be out here calling little black children niggers and having racist podcasts and yelling at Asian families as they play outside with their children. Um, there's not a space for you. And what we're going to start doing is also holding the companies and school districts who think it's okay to have you work in there, holding them accountable. Because that lady who had that racist podcast, I don't know her name. You can Google her. I don't, if I knew her name, I wouldn't say it because I don't want to give her no shine. Um, but some, you know, chick in Florida who's a teacher, a middle school teacher, I believe, mm -hmm. um, had a racist podcast. She was, um, oh, you know, spreading white nationalist, white supremacist um, views on this mm -hmm. podcast and talking about how she was spreading those same things into Her the students. Yeah, and parents were complaining and the principal is going to her and being like, I don't have to worry about nothing, right? And she's like, no. And That's not true. Bit, that principal's job needs to be had. 
because you don't deserve it. If I come to you and say someone is mistreating my child or saying things to my child that are inaccurate or harmful, and your only way of addressing that situation is, just is asking to ask the them, and then you move on and keep continue to put my child in harm's way, you don't need your job either. I think we have got to stop. Uh, just stop. We can't. We can't just stop at the person who did the thing anymore because there's no accountability. Like I need to look at this entire system. The system <laughs> is a problem. Even with the Me Too movement, everybody knew Harvey Weinstein was a piece of shit. They were joking about it on Family Guy ten years ago. Mm -hmm. So everybody who looked the other way when Harvey Weinstein was out here being a rapist. They also need to. Um, they also need to be held accountable. Like, and 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 when people are held accountable, then all of a sudden we're not just gonna sit back and let shit happen Literally. anymore. Because that's got to be the message. That if you watch it happen, you are just as complicit. You are complicit. And it's disappointing that it's just allowed to go on. And then when it finally does get caught, that one person's held accountable and they move on. But not the whole police department, not the whole education Let's look at these screenings. Thank you. Thank you. And my concern is, why are you not appalled? Because I would be appalled. It's because it's not my problem. Yeah, and it's because it doesn't it. affect your people. <laughs> mm -hmm. If it affected you, if you were, if it was, um, if that same teacher had been saying things to little white children about how little white children weren't enough, you know what I mean? That principal would have had some feelings about mm -hmm. it. You know what I mean? Like, it's because it doesn't affect you, then it's not a problem. And you will allow children to be harmed, shot, brainwashed, lied to, discriminated against, spit on, mistreated, verbally assaulted, physically assaulted, killed. You'll allow all that to happen because it's because you don't want to stand up to nobody. Like you you're disgusting and you deserve to have your job lost. So fuck that lady, but fuck you too, principal. Cuz that's some bullshit. It's disappointing. And we and we need to stop letting the buck stop anywhere. The buck's not going to stop. We're going to keep going until everyone's held accountable. Because apparently that's the only way to make change. It's just not enough for you to just be a decent human being because being decent is lit. It's not enough. <laughs> so we need everybody job. We need everybody to, you know, have to lose their income and their ability to take care of themselves if... You know, if y'all aren't going to be responsible enough Natural to, consequence. And, and, and really maintain the respect for the level of power that you hold. So yeah, so that's just that's not a thing. <laughs> that's not a thing. Let Carter, let Carter come. Let Carter come to me talk about this. Did you? Because you heard about the guy who was calling mm -hmm. the children niggers and be like, "Don't date black boys and stuff." Please let Carter come home and tell me some foolishness like that. We're gonna be on the news. I want everybody job. Everybody. Everybody job. I want the school name I want changed. a detailed plan on the trainings that are going to be implemented. The I want screenings. a detailed plan on the screenings that are going to be implemented. I'm coming to everybody court case. I'm getting all the lawyers involved. Like, they going to be like, oh, we done messed up because this bitch is crazy. Like, I'm bringing out all the $5 words I can find. <laughs> all of them. Okay. Please. Like it's too, it's it's not enough anymore to hold the one person accountable.
I'm sick of this shit. System. I want the sick whole of this system. Shit. Yes, absolutely. Like MTA, all these people being assaulted. Like I just saw like several videos of like these Asian Americans being assaulted on the train. Like I need MTA to do something about that. Y'all just gonna let them ab like, abuse? How does it bother you to see a human being sitting somewhere? people crazy like what I, I don't understand like i don't understand the level of hate where you just see somebody who looks different from you sitting on their chair minding their own whatever business and you, and you need... want to physically assault them are you kidding what me what trips me out though is when they do physically assault somebody and that person assault them back they yeah. lose and their they, mind like, oh my God. like are you crazy and all like, of that i'm about to kill you yes that's <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to now kill you. Like, like I'm not going to stop. Lady, the one there was a the um college professor and psychologist mm -hmm. was literally like y'all are stealing our culture. And I was like And I was like none of this belongs to, to you, you, sis. And sis he was like, he's a third generation American. Like, Thank sir, you. Ma'am, he's he been playing here. with his child. Like, what are y'all talking about? In his neighborhood. Like he paid to live here. Like, none of this belongs to you. And I think that's the problem. That is the problem. None of this belongs to y'all. Like, the only things that belong to me are the things that I paid for it and the children that I birthed. You hear me? That's it. Okay. Nothing belongs to you. This country does not belong to you. Mm -mm. So get off your high horse. You have not put in any effort to own this country. You have stolen what you have, and you have not put in any effort to own it outright. So unless he at your house playing with his child, he is not trying to take anything of yours. Period. This hours. Thanks. Have a great day. All right. <laughs> I'm about to go have fun with some friends and hang out <laughs> and finish up my weekend. Um, yeah. We appreciate you guys. Um, thanks for joining us for another awesome minisode. Uh, check us out on all the things. Uh, like, share, subscribe, review. Um, we've gotten some more likes on um, our Apple Podcast app, uh, but we would love also some more reviews and yes. some, all the five stars. Um, but we appreciate all the support and all the people. Like, so many people are like, I'm binging. And I'm like, oh, because that takes a lot. Like, literally. Because some of our episodes are <laughs> and if somebody wants to keep listening to us, like, that's sweet. We, we appreciate, appreciate you. We appreciate you so, so much. Um, yeah. Shout out to um, Lavia Ajayi. She um, retweeted our um, praise of her second episode. Her and Malik Teal did an episode where they both talk about therapy. Um, so y'all need to check out Lavia Ajayi's new um, podcast because it's really good. Um, but yeah, follow us on all the things. We are Hats Off Podcast CLT on Instagram and then Hats Off Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Follow our her personal pages. My Instagram is E A Z Y period E C M. That's easy dot E C M. I'm Courtney Leak LCSW on IG and Facebook and Courtney LCSW on Twitter. Send us questions of the day to hatsoffpodcast at gmail.com. We love you all's questions. And also check out our social media kit, which is below. So, yeah, I think that's all we got. So, until next time, be you. Be true. Hats, hats off. off.